And then I liked how they kind of turned some of the history on its head. Oh, hold on, let me say. It's the movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 98 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Dennis, can you believe that we're two away from 100? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, right. I cannot, sir. That's awesome. <laughs> it's creeping up there, man. It's creeping oh, up yeah. there. Yeah, we finally kind of have a plan. Can you believe that? Up until this point, we didn't know what the fuck we were going to do. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried keep, to keep, keep going. Keep these one-word answers to... going the whole show. I, I would love that. Yes. Oh, that would be fantastic. Uh, how are you doing today? Good. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, that's enough, that's enough of that joke, folks. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's a, it's a lovely and toasty Sunday out here on the West Coast for of, as of our recording today. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, you know, it's not too bad. Uh, the weather's nice and uh, cooled down a bit. Like, there was a... A couple of days the other day that I was at work and uh, it was like 105 out and uh, I was sitting in my car eating lunch like a fucking weirdo. But uh, yeah, it's died down a bit and my pool's been kind of gross. I finally, finally almost got it. There's still a little, little murky, but uh, we're, we're getting there. Mm, yum. Yeah. Don't, don't go drinking that Good pool water. Yes. Oh, dude, I, I, I refuse. Like, I'm like, I want to swim underwater, but I'm not putting my head under this water. Just yet. <laughs> like, I literally like I bought like four different things yesterday, like different cleaners. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to make a, a cocktail out of this. Probably shouldn't have used them all at once, but I did mm. anyways. And Wouldn't recommend I mean, that. It, it, went, it went from green and a lot of shit at the bottom to blue, just uh, kind of murky. Okay. So it kind of worked. Sounds like it's going the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to figure out how to get that, that little, I this isn't pool talk. I'm sorry. This uh, is pool I'll plums. <laughs> we're in pool plums we're getting oh, out of boy. pool plums we're going over to movie uh, toast folks that's what you're here for the movie yes, toast yes uh, and we got a good we stack got, of flicks yeah, yeah man i just gotta give a heads up here people if this is your first time listening or you skipped last week uh I'm, I'm gonna skip two movies that came out last week of the time this is recording uh you're not gonna hear a review for the biopic uh of Aretha Franklin called Respect, and you're not going to hear a review of the Apple TV Plus original film, Coda. If you want to hear about those, you should check out the previous episode, episode 97, or as I like to call it, Kevin James doesn't listen anymore. Uh, you can check that we made out. sure of that. Hear reviews of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. We, we verified with them. Uh, Ray Romano <laughs> uh, said, yeah, he doesn't listen. Uh, oh, that's bad. Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, 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 I was talking to, to my brother yesterday about him. I'm like, you know, he's really a good actor. And he's like, no, he's not. I'm like, you've only seen him in Everyone Loves Raymond. Since then, he's, he's come up a bit. I feel like, uh, I don't know. He's, he no, there's definitely the some range to him. That Yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely not as widespread, I think, as people are necessarily aware. But it's definitely there. It's there. Yeah. Although he doesn't do movies very often. So we'll wait till a movie comes up with a minute. Welcome to Mooseport. Oh boy, him and Gene Hackman. Was that Gene Hackman's I think last so. movie? I remember I made my buddy see that movie and I'm like, yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess it was an alright movie. But I don't remember I, I it at all. I remember they were going head to head. I don't remember much of it, 
but I do remember it. The running from I remember mayor seeing it in something. the theater. Yep. They're 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 opposing one another and hygienes and antics uh happen. Hygienes. Hygienes. hygienes it's all antics. clean. It's they, very they clean humor. It's very clean. They bathe uh, together. Maybe not. Yeah, it's probably PG thirteen. <laughs> they're they're in a uh a, a very uh, nice clean white clawed bathtub together with bubbles. Yeah, it's it's sensual. <laughs> it's good stuff. You want to see an old man and a and a and a tall man in a tub? Welcome to Mooseport, folks. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Toast, folks. <laughs> I think I know what I'm going to review next week. Welcome to Mo- I'm going to find next week is just going to be oh there might be one or two new movies, but I'm going to find all the Ray Romanos. Oh, have you ever seen the movie Grilled? This is him and Kevin oh, James. No. They're like Omaha steak type uh, people that go door to store and sell steaks, <laughs> I have not and seen they this. accidentally run into the mob. Oh boy, what a movie! Oh, oh, this was at their heights. They're they were both on their sitcoms, and they're like, let's make a movie. Yeah. No one's gonna watch it, but Adam. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was so excited. I'm like the guy from King of Queens and the guy from uh, Everyone Loves Raymond. Fuck yeah, let's do this. They and, were excited uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah one <laughs> one disc got rented from Redbox thanks to that. Oh, oh. remember when you could rent things at Redbox? <laughs> <laughs> you can still rent things from Redbox. You mean fun. Netflix? Right? Did I say? Yeah, yeah. I, I meant Netflix. My apologies. Yes. Uh, now I want to find out how many movies Ray Romano has been in. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking this up right now. Oh yeah, there he is. Ooh, what a, what a picture! What that a picture! Older Ray Romano. <laughs> I wish you could see it, man. Oh, uh, I man. wish you could see it. Oh, he's directed. What what has he directed? Probably an episode of his show. Oh, you don't want to show me? Fuck you, IMDb. I know this is very uh great great to listen to people. I'm doing it Fantastic all Fantastic material. This is this is oh, the yeah. gr- nitty gritty of the toast, right up front and center. Um, um yeah. All right. So well, fucking no, 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 no. Don't, oh. don't don't push me along. Oh, here. okay. I'm not Michigan J Frog. All right. I gotta. I got something. I gotta talk. <laughs> hell about on here, my right? baby. Hell on my honey. He's been in 17 <laughs> movies. All right. Okay. So, all right. So last would, year he was I in. I would have uh, guessed less than 17 to be honest. He, all right. So let's see. Uh, okay. Ice Age was his first one. Oh fucking! Oh, oh my god. Forgot that. Yes. Forgot about that. I forget. Welcome to Mooseport. Was the second movie. All right. Oh, wow. And then, oh, a very good movie. Uh, an indie movie called Eulogy. Very good movie. Check that out if okay. you get a chance. Ice Age 2. Grilled. A movie called The Grand. The Last Word. Ice Age Dawn of Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. He was in Funny People. Him and Eminem were uh, at, at lunch together. Oh. All right. Some right. More Ice Age. Rob the Mob. I don't know what that is, but I'm, in, I'm slightly intrigued. Uh, Ice Age Collision Course. Oh, my oh God. the big sick that Kamel Nanjiati movie. Fantastic oh, yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, him and him and uh, Mark Duplass were in a movie called Paddleton together. Very, it was okay. I wanted more out of it, but it was good. Uh, he was in the uh, Hugh Jackman, um, Alice and Janney movie on HBO. People liked last year called Bad Education, and uh, recently in uh, the. Martin Scorsese movie, The Irishman, and uh, he's in an untitled Ray Romano film as the character Leo. Okay. So that's that's a little Ray Romano love there. Look at that. Just burned six minutes talking about Romano. Uh, it's it's all cheesed up now. We got some cheese on this toast. This is uh, <laughs> par- Parmigiano toast. Oh, boy. Uh, what, 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 is, what is the restaurant? Isn't there a Tony Roma's? Or no, there's something like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Dennis... <laughs> You, you want to get into what people might care about? I think they might want to hear about some polls. Polls. 
let's get into it, kids. All right, Dennis. So now in this episode, you're going to review the season finale of Star Wars The Bad Batch. Yes, sir. I wanted to know what our followers over at movie underscore toast on Twitter uh, thought about that episode. I wanted to know if they uh, if they enjoyed it or not. So the the option was most certainly, and it could have been better. Okay, okay. I'm intrigued to see what uh what you think they went with. You'll hear. I I mean, you'll hear. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't because I don't want to spoil. Yeah, the you'll hear my do. guess at the end. But what did the folks have to okay. say? Twenty percent went to most certainly. Eighty percent said it could have been better. So I'm intrigued to hear what your review is. Okay. I okay. know you gotta you gotta hold back. I'll have a I'll have a comment on that for sure, but uh, that'll be <laughs> for good, yeah. like not 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 a bad one because I, I I I'll, oh, I want to peel apart what I think may have happened there. Um, we'll see enough. though. We'll see though. I've avoided other yeah. reviews. I'm just bringing it straight from hey. my eyeballs to to you guys here. So, well, your eyeballs and vocal cords to us. I appreciate that. Um, as I said at the top of the show, last week I reviewed the Apple TV Plus original film Coda. And uh, I was just curious because we we have screeners for Apple. That's how we get these movies early. And I just wanted to know if our followers actually subscribe to Apple TV Plus. So if these reviews are even relevant. And the option was I do, I don't, and I'm considering it. Okay. What's uh, yeah. wh- what was the least popular answer? Least popular was I don't. I was surprised. Oh, wow. Zero percent. Really? So that's 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 a lot more than I imagined. Everyone's at least considering it then. Yeah. 17% considering. A staggering 83% subscribe. And and folks, I I just subscribed. Like, I've been using a free sample that my brother got when he got his MacBook, uh, like, last year or two years ago, and it just finished. But season two of Ted Lasso's up. Uh, This new show called Mr. Corman starring... And created by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And just, they, they got great shows. And these movies are phenomenal. Yes, they don't have a lot. But for four bucks a month, you're getting your money's worth. So oh, yeah. if That's you're considering it, hopefully you jump on board. Yeah. And I get it. If you don't have an extra four bucks, you get, like, yeah, I get it. But you can always sign up for a free sample, ladies and gents. Um, and then, Dennis, last week we tag-teamed a review. Yeah. James Gunn, The Suicide Squad. So I wanted to know. I put all the characters out there and uh, some got no reviews, but I'm going to I'm going to squish it down to our biggest reviewed uh, cats. So I wanted to know who people like the most out of these these following four: Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, King Shark and Peacemaker. Hmm. What would yours have been? My my guess of those probably Harley Quinn. Yes, that, that would mean, be mine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, Harley Quinn, 18%. What? Tied with Peacemaker. Oh. Tied with King Shark. Bloodsport. Bloodsport really? stole 45%. Yeah, I was very shocked by this. Already, right, I was rooting for King Shark, and I thought people would love Harley Quinn. And like the others I put out there was uh, Polka Dot Man, oh, uh, Ratcatcher yeah. 2, Javelin. And uh, they got no love, sadly. And I, I thought everyone shined in this, but uh, Bloodsport stole the show. I think uh, James Gunn should get on there and make a blood sports show. I mean, <laughs> he did Peacemaker, so I don't know. The, the Toasties out there want some more blood sports. And Idris Elba kicks ass. The guy just, oh. he kills it at everything he does on screen. So, I, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. 
Oh, he should. Oh man, he should be in a Bring It On movie. They should reboot Bring It On, and he should be like one of the cheerleaders. He's the coach. Year. Oh, there must be some Toros in the atmosphere. He's, I don't know. He's, he's the grizzled alone coach. They got to bring out of retirement, and he's he's like <laughs> unnecessarily gruff and fucking angry. Uh, that would be. I, I'd yeah. love that. He's. It's just like he's way oh, too hardcore about it. <laughs> Girls, you're not working good enough. Uh, th- think fucking, this is why I got out of the game. Major pain, except. Instead of the weigh-ins, <laughs> it's Idris Alba, and he's a he's a cheerleading coach, but it's delivering it's funny that you say intensity. That, Major Pain is like one of the the top ten movies on Netflix right now. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yes, really? Major fucking pain? Fucking nineties. Oh, I haven't classic. seen that movie since like, yeah. So since the nineties, <laughs> there's some love out there for MPs. Yeah, literally when it was like always on HBO in the nineties, I haven't seen it. If you ask me what it's about, I'm like, I don't know. Damon Wayne's is in it. That's all I, I remember. It's kind of a Wayne's wave right now. Like, it's like I did uh, uh, yeah. Last Boy Scout a couple weeks ago. It's like I might have to throw mm-hmm. Major Payne into the mix and into the reviews coming up soon. And Marlon Wayne's was in uh, Respect. Uh, oh, is, that's is right. it Marlon? I hope it's Marlon, or I sound like a piece of garbage for forgetting which Wayne's it was. You know what I want? I want the Wayne's. Like, they're talking about right now doing a, a White Chicks Part 2. Totally <laughs> on board for that. But I want to see them do another fucking scary movie. Like, we've seen other people do scary movies, but I want to see another genuine Wayne scary movie. Okay. Like, I think they only did the first two, but I don't know. Oh, White I Chicks, see. I'd love to see. <laughs> man because after they left i felt like the, it went downhill a bit i mean i liked three i think and then after three i think i gave up i might have seen four i didn't see five i haven't seen a single one i don't know gotta be honest oh not not oh, a one well, you're missing out the first two are pretty good okay um okay yeah. we have yeah, to finally get to give that it may have to actually I mean, give that a shot might have to give that a shot. i mean i can tell you and ray romano wasn't in it so oh. I don't know if you'd be interested Brad Garrett should be in it though. Oh, can, oh no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I was gonna add more into he's our. Too, he's uh, too busy selling Jimmy John's <laughs> to uh, fucking being a to be the opposing. Coach. That's a weird commercial. <laughs> like, what is going on with him? Like, he's done some good like sitcoms since then, but he just can't seem to land. It's an anything. international commercial. He's making money hand over fist on that. Sure. But Brad Garrett and and every every show he's been on since like he's always like a badass. He's like I'm never gonna be the brother character again. Nobody's gonna treat me like shit. I'm a rough, tough man. It's like nah, Brad Garrett, you're <laughs> you're you're a lovable cop. Uh, I feel like he's played a cop and other stuff too. But anyway, yeah, you're right. We are I we're gonna wrangle it back in. <laughs> That's right. Maybe our hundredth episode should just be uh, reviewing everyone loves Raymond. Anyone involved with that one. series is now going to be the subject matter of every film, every Peter Boris Boyle Roberts, film has ever Peter been. Boyle, <laughs> Deborah, Deborah is what? What's her name? Patricia Heaton. Patricia Heaton. Um, I, can't, I can't think the, of what Patricia the, Heaton's been in. I can think. Of, ah, she's ha- she has to be in things. I can think of shows, but I can think. Of, I was going to say I can think of Christmas Vacation off the top of my head. The only other thing, Doris Roberts. I can see her face in a film. Is oh, Christmas dude, Doris Roberts. What about Grandma's Boy? Oh, my God. You're right. Oh, Grandma's She's Boy is wonderful. Grandma's Boy. Yes. Oh, yeah. that is a great. Okay. Excuse me. Please forgive me, movie you know, toasters. Oh, my goodness. Is it sad Christmas. that I know Peter Boyle's been in some very great movies in the 70s, 80s? And, All like, you can think of is Santa Claus. I think of Peter Boyle. Oh, shit. I forgot he's in Santa Claus. No, even worse. I picture him in Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Oh, yeah. That was worse. He played like a theme park owner. Of course. Yeah. It was a bad Did guy. Did they pull his face off? 
It was a mask. I think they may. Oh, have. sweet. Yeah. At least you got that on it. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck. Sorry, ladies and gents. Um, Not sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Like normally, I'll like catch like glimpses of fucking everyone loves Raymond re- like reruns on, but my mom's like on a month long vacation right now, so I don't get that. I should just turn on TV Land and Nick at night. <laughs> I, I gotta get my fix. I haven't. I haven't seen uh, seen those guys. See what the old I, gang I is that's up why to. I'm so fixated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, but uh, I, I'd like to see what the uh, the old gang's up to in trivia, maybe. Oh, what the trivia you? gang! Let's go see. Let's go see what's up. Who's who's controlling <laughs> what block? I think I got uh, the most territory though by one. All right, uh, folks, we are jumping in trivia time. <laughs> if we had a if we had a jingle, this would be a great place to have it. But we we haven't got there yet. Don't you worry. We're gonna we're gonna find one. I'm thinking we're maybe we should make a jingle, like. Everyone's made jingles for us, but we've never made one. But I don't think our jingles would be as good as anyone. It's finally up to us to to fail miserably. But we're going to (laughs) try. You just wait and see, folks. You wait and see. Oh, boy. It's going to be disaster. Uh, Dennis, uh, since you are in the lead seven to six, uh, what what category would you like? Let me uh, let me take an action adventure right off the top. Okay. This is weird. I feel like maybe we've done this before, but maybe we haven't. As of 2013, how many James Bond feature length movies have there been? 18, 23, or 31? Maybe By we what year? Done. It sounds familiar. 2013. 2013, and it's 18, 23, or 18, 31. 23, or 31. I want to say 23. 23 and me, Dennis. That is correct. Yeah! All right. I was going to yeah. say it's it uh, by then. Yeah, there there were definitely a few more because after we had the Daniel Craig's. Yes, that started. We had then. our infamous uh, our infamous trip to go see Quantum of Solace. <laughs> uh, that was quite. The <laughs> that is the story. There you go. Oh, cool. Um, you know what? <laughs> uh, hit me up with action adventure as well. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling right. All right. Now. All right. Yeah. Ooh. All right. This one's right up my alley. <laughs> is. Ron Howard's rush about race car drivers, drug addicts, or linebackers. Well, it all depends how you look at them, but I'm going to say race car drivers. This is the the Thor behind the whale doing Formula One or something. Yes, sir. You are correct. That is race car drivers. So that's one to one right right away. All right. Uh, A comedy cartoon. I'm going to crawl into your territory here. Oh, All right, who plays the crown prince of Zumanda in Coming to America? Wow. That would be Mr. Eddie Murphy. Mm, mm, mm. That is correct. Damn. All right, hit me up with the comedy cartoon. All right, all right. Oh, look at this rapid fire. I like this business happening here. Okay, here it is. Who plays a golf stud in Caddyshack? Bill Murray, Ted Knight, or Chevy Chase? All right, so here's the issue. I feel like they're all in that movie. Yes. I fucking hate this movie. Ooh. I despise this movie. I tried watching it, and I just could not do it. I feel like, isn't Bill Murray more of like a schlubby guy? I'm going to go with fucking... Um, what, what's my other two options? The other two options are Ted Knight or Chevy Chase. 
I'm going Chevy Chase. I remember he was a rich guy. All the people wanted to caddy for him. So Chevy Chase. You drove that Chevy Chevy. You are correct. That is that is it. Oh, Chevy Chase is the I golf set. I drove my set. Chevy to the levee. <laughs> yeah. Whew. But, All right. Tying it up. What are you going for? Um, uh, let's go back to familiar territory for myself. I want to I want to get some horror sci-fi on. I figured you would, and uh, as you should. All right. Who played Emily Rose in The Possession of Emily Rose? You have no options here. Oh. I could give you a hint, but that nah, would give it I don't, I don't need no hints. Um, but I also have no idea. Uh, Emily right. Blunt. Do you want a hint? Do you want a hint? <laughs> no, it's okay. Because it could it could be one of two people if I give you the hint. It's not Emily Blunt. You are incorrect. But if I give you the hint, I will. All right, all right. So you don't have to You piqued my interest. She was on Dexter. Oh, uh, Carpenter. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. Carpenter. Oh, man. Yeah, I never would have got that. See, that's why I didn't want to give it to you, but I'm like, maybe nice. he might think it's uh, the chick that plays Rita. Sorry, I know that's not. Oh. I can't think of her name right now. Um, yes. I can normally bank it out, but uh doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Uh, you know what, dude? I'll take a horror sci-fi. Horror sci-fi. Oh, here you go. This one's especially horrific. What is the name of E.T.'s 10-year-old friend in E.T. the Extraterrestrial? And... You have three options if you really need them. Oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't need it. I was actually talking about this yesterday. I forget <laughs> what question came to mind. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I'm gonna say Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. Elliot is correct. You got. You got it. That is Elliot. Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. <laughs> oh boy. Build, building bridges in World War II. Uh, I don't know why that's I'd, I'd, that are friends. Those are my only two references for Elliot Gould there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was on the short lived uh, Fox sitcom Mulaney starring John Mulaney oh, as, as a neighbor. Shoot. But uh, oh, no. Also, also, uh, wasn't he one of the, the leaders of uh, Ocean's yes, Eleven? Yes, he was. The, the, yep, he was in the Ocean's films. You're correct. Yeah. But I'm with you. I always think of him as uh, what is he? Uh, Rachel, uh, not Rachel. Sorry. Uh, uh, Ross and. I want to say I want to say everyone's name except I was Monica uh, Ross and Monica. Ma- yep. Ross and Monica's dad. Yep, yeah. you are correct. Yeah, cool. Not not in this so trivia game though. So sorry, not a point. Sorry, folks. <laughs> oh man, um, you know what? Before you say it, before you say it, no matter what you choose on my card, I guarantee, I guarantee it. You're going to oh. get them right because all these questions are slam dunks. All right. Drama musical. All right. True or false? Popeye was a musical starring Steve Martin. And they want the, the way it's on the card. They want true or false. And if it was him or you say his name or you say whoever else. It played was Popeye. false. That was Robin Williams. That is true. Dennis, let me run down this card and tell you how how simple these are. Who originally voiced Kermit the Frog? Duh, Jim Henson. What is the name of Tony Stark's alter ego, Iron Man? Before oh Nick Gunn and Aaron Plane, what Canadian actor starred in Forbidden Planet? I mean, I don't know Forbidden Planet, but you know... Leslie Nielsen. Leslie yeah, Nielsen. that's funny. Woo. Oh, look at that. Yeah. 
So uh, what what are we at? Three to it's three. It's three right to three, now? three. Sorry. They at three to three to three, three, sir. And uh, I need to know All what right. direction you are running. What category are you feeling? I'm gonna I'm gonna get a piggyback you again. I'm gonna do another uh, drama, drama musical. Count. Let's do it. In one flew over the cuckoo's nest. What game does McMurphy imagine on television that leads to a major ruckus? Oh gosh, you know I haven't seen this one. Um, but I want to say, I want to say like chess or checkers. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say chess. But since that's probably wrong, I'm gonna say you say it's a game that they're playing. What? Okay, I'll I'll get a repeat. I, 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 <laughs> why don't we play Nightcrawlers anymore, Charlie? Um, <laughs> I'll repeat the question one more time. Oh, sorry. Please do. Please and, do. Emmy Bear. And one flew over the cuckoo's nest. What game does McMurphy imagine on television that leads to a major ruckus? Thinks he's watching something on TV. Yeah. Totally isn't happening. All right. So I'm going to say like a baseball game. Is that your, is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. Is that is that like a that is correct? I, that I, is correct. Oh, I wish I wish I would have oh, tried oh, that. You got it right, anyways. You. It's you baseball. Sh- you should you should have let me say with chess because I really thought it. Do they play chess in there's, the movie? There's feel checkers like they being played play in the in the room, but that's oh, okay. not what he's watching on the TV. That's what I yeah. was thinking. I I can totally see the imagery right. there though. All right, man. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it. Woof! What can I hit you with? Just trying to stay alive over here. You might as well give me a horror sci-fi. All right. What are the children allergic to in the others? Water, light, or peanuts? Water? What are the children allergic to? Water. Final answer. Water. That is incorrect. Ah, yeah. As soon as I said that, I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like I should know this one, but I, I, yeah, failure. Miserable failure. It's all good. It's all, all good right, man. In the you can send it home right now. Right. Since, what is it, three to four yes. right now? All right, so I'm going to swing for the fences here. I'm going to also piggyback you and say horror sci-fi. Even if I get it wrong, I still get another All right, show, so. more horror pure sci-fi. horror show over here. In what movie does a garbage-collecting robot fall in love with a reconnaissance robot named Eve? You know, the sad part is I've only seen this movie once. And I don't remember much about it. And I always say I'm going to watch it. And then a lot of people assume my dog is named after it. But that's false, <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm going to say Wally because he's got the E. It's like W-A-L-L-E. Wally. That is correct. Disney Pixar. Okay. That is correct, sir. You you took it home this week. Wow. I did not expect Wally as the answer. I like that. <laughs> nice. All right. So we're tied, what, 7-7? Seven, 7-7 seven, seven. Seven each. We're getting close. Woo. We're getting oh, close, yeah. man. Oh, boy. What's going to happen There's only going to be one week? clear winner. Only time will yeah. tell. Damn. Damn, motherfucker. All right. Uh, should we get into some reviews? You know what? I'm not sure if I want to hear about all of your reviews. In fact, you have so many reviews. I think I'm a little envious. I don't have an I don't have enough oh. reviews to keep up with you. Oh, Dennis, Dennis, don't be envious. I'm always willing to take you take you into my team. We can work right. together here, Dennis. I'm Wendy gonna start over. off with a movie. I wanna say a classic movie. 
but it's not. It's not a classic. I don't think many people know or care or remember this movie. I'm talking about the, uh, I want to say it's like 2004, uh, Ben Stiller and Jack Black film. Oh. Envy. You are the slave, but I am the master. Drop dead! Did you hear what I said? Drop dead! Did you get your performance chart? Uh huh. Well, look at mine that falls into the red in the focus department. Nick. Sunshine day. Honey, please. <laughs> we're all trying to sleep up here. I can't tell you how pleased I am that both our guys really stink. What if you had a spray can, see? And you spray it on dog poo, and the poo disappears. That is an awesome invention. It's not an invention. It's an idea. I got a name for it. Vaporize. It's just like vaporize, only you add an O, so you got poo right there in the middle. Goodbye. Yeah, so, uh... This this is a very odd movie. It's about two best friends. They live across from each other. They work together. They carpool together. They're they're just thick as thieves. And Ben Stiller is like the straight laced. He's doing everything right. And he's got the perfect life, it seems. And Jack Black is living a regular American life. And he's kind of a dreamer and this and that. And uh He's always coming up with these little like, whoa, what if we had this type of invention and that invention? And, uh, you know, at one point he comes up with an idea. He's like, what about if if there's an invention where you just spray something on dog poop and it disappears? And Ben Stiller's like, what, where would the poop go? What? What? No, what, what, that's that's not an invention. And Jack Black talks to someone else and he's like, ah, oh, this guy here thinks he thinks it's an invention. And and if you just give me four thousand dollars, we can both go in on this venture and he's like, I'm not giving you $4,000 for that. And lo and behold, Jack Black invents Vaporize, uh, which is a spray you spray on, on dog poop. And oh my uh, God. it just disappears. Okay. And he becomes a millionaire. <laughs> he becomes like, he becomes the top dog. And then Ben Stiller kind of regrets not going in with them. And and uh, he, he kind of loses his job. His family leaves. He uh, be- becomes an alcoholic. He's never drank before. He meets Christopher Walken, who... It's just uh, crazy things ensue from here. And uh, it's weird because it has all the makings for what should be a really good I was going to say, when um, just the, the way you've uh, described the plot and just the people you've said who are in the movie, it almost feels like this should be like an Adam Sandler movie. A little bit because, so listen here, we got Ben Stiller's wife is played by Rachel Wise. She's a great yeah. actress. Jack Black's wife played by Amy Poehler. Huh. She's a great actress. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's written and directed by, uh, no, it's, it's directed by Barry Levinson. Okay. He, he's done pretty big movies. Like, let's see, what, 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 what has he done? I want to say Rain Man, uh, fucking Wag the Dog, like some like bigger, like not as comedy movies. So it's like, all right, a weird choice, Interesting. whatever. And it's, it's like one of those movies that's just like very dry and still and, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's a letdown. Like, I remember I was very excited. This was back in the day when I first really was a big fan of Jack Black. Uh, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. I love Ben Stiller. I like this guy. Oh, this is going to be funny. And uh, it wasn't. And I thought maybe that's just like 17 years ago. Me saying, oh, what a boring movie. I'm going to give it a shot. And boy, I, I, I <laughs> it was a hard oh, to swallow. Um 
But I will say one thing I loved about this movie is for some reason I want I want a uh, a sweepstakes where I want a can of Vaporize and it smelled fantastic. <laughs> and I was very surprised like it was manu- the the can and whatever it was manufactured like two towns over from me and I'm like That's what? Funny. My mind was blown as a child. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the movie sucks so it saddened me when when I got my Vaporize and I was let down. But uh I'm going to give Envy Two slices of toast. Okay, okay. M- middle middle of the road yeah. comedy. It's don't expect too many chuckles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And a part of me was really excited. I'm like, oh, this is an older Jack Black movie. Maybe Kyle Gass is is a co co bandmate and Tenacious D will be in it because he was always in earlier JB movies. Now nah, didn't happen. Oh, if that was was there, this the beginning of the end? Excited. Is this the beginning of Hollywood Jack? It might have been. I think it is. This is a, uh, yeah, definitely Hollywood Jack. This is uh, <laughs> dark times for cage. Uh, but let me try to dig us out of this. Let me, let me, let me get us out of this hole. I'm going to talk about a movie called John and the hole. Last month, John asked me something. It's a weird question. He wanted to know what it's like to be an adult. Can you please stop? When do you stop being a kid? I didn't know what to tell him. I don't think he liked that. Uh, this we're, movie- we're now we're getting back into the hole. What? What the fuck? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, boy. Um, this this is a movie uh, starring Michael C. Hall, oh, as we were just talking yeah. about a second ago. Dexter himself. Um, it also has uh, Via Flamingo. Vera Formiga. How do you say her name? Vera, Vera Formiga. Yeah, but her sister. Oh. Her, her sister. Other so Formiga. Yeah, who I always... <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what is her fucking... Uh, Thaisa... I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm very bad. Uh, this 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 woman, Jennifer Ale, I believe is her name, and this young guy named Charlie Shotwell. So pretty much, there's this kid, this boy. He uh, he seems off, a little weird. Uh, he's like a, I want to say early teens, maybe maybe 12, 13, give or take. He asks a lot of peculiar questions. One day, he's flying a drone that his dad got him, and he discovers a hole or what he finds out was like the beginning of what was going to be a bunker that they stopped building. Oh. And uh, for some reason or another, he drugs his family and puts them what? in the hole. One night he, 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 he drops them all in the hole and he then just lives his life with them in the hole. Like sometimes I'll leave them food and some things, but not oh my God. Often. And it's, it's like, I like this premise, this premise. I, I loved, I'm like, I gotta get on this. This is going to be cool. Um, however, it's like, all right, now we got to believe this little meat 12 year old can move Dexter's body and all these other people's body and get them down a hole that he can't even get down. I, a little far fetched. Then this boy drives a car into town multiple times. <laughs> Nobody pulls him over, says there's a fucking adolescent child driving a car. Um, uh, people even stop by his house and like 
so many things it doesn't live in the realm of reality. And let's not even this this in, thirty minutes into the movie, we get the title card, John and the Hole, and we find out that there's a mother telling her daughter this story, what? and it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, out of left hand. And then later on, that that doesn't even pay off. Like later, the mother's like, "Hey, I'm leaving you. You're you're gonna be on your own, little girl. I left you enough money for a year to survive on your own." And it's like, what the what fuck the is hell? going on here? And like. It made no fucking sense. And the payoff, the end of this movie was frustrating and pissed me off. Like, uh, Sarah was like pissed oh, off by this too. Like, okay. there's so much, like, there's a lot of hostility here. And it Shit. sucks because I, I was so looking forward to this movie and it was good. There was like, it's just you really got to suspend reality. In, in okay. Movies. Okay. Like, but uh, if you can do that, I guess. Yes, it could be conceived better. Like the premise is good, and it's like th this is a movie where it's like a lot of like establishing shots. You get trees. You're just zooming in on trees for a while. You're just spending longer time periods looking at things that aren't necessary, eating up time. Okay, and it's like why? Why are you doing mm. this? Yeah, you get why? very aware of it. Uh, mm -hmm. so I am gonna give John and the Hole one and a half slices of toast. Yeah, yeah. And I was excited because I think they filmed it out here. Like, And I was like, oh, I probably know some people that worked on it. And I'm like, I don't even want to watch the oh, no. to find out who I <laughs> might know. Yeah. I was like, fuck this movie. I, I spent $6 on this rental. Oh, shit. Save oh, your boy. six bucks, folks. Unless you want to see Dexter in a yeah. hole. Uh... I mean, that was the selling point to me. I'm like, Dexter. Oh, man. Well, uh... oh, boy. Had had how about instead of Dexter, maybe maybe a little more Iceman or Doc Holliday if that's your flavor. Oh, uh, what what else? Batman. Batman. That's another good option, folks. You haven't guessed yet. Uh, I'm jumping into my next review. Cunt. What about Cunt? That's um, uh, true. I Ed, see, and which gets touched on in the film I'm about to discuss. Actually, I was surprised. I thought we would oh. just glaze right past that, but not a film is missed in in his career. Um, oh. I'm talking about the Val Kilmer film Val, starring Val Kilmer oh. over on Amazon Prime. Hi, my name's Val. I don't do this with every interview I go on. Take you inside my home. I don't, but I'm going to. My name is Val Kilmer. I'm an actor. I've lived a magical life. I've captured quite a bit of it. Yeah, push the button. I was the first guy I knew to own a video camera. Here we are, filming ourselves. Uh, is that a it's video rolling, camera? yeah. Oh, that's really cool, Val. I have thousands of hours of videotapes and film reels that I've shot throughout my life and career. Shut the video camera off. I will keep it on until we're rehearsing. Oh, damn. I was recently diagnosed with throat cancer. I'm still recovering. And it is difficult to talk and to be understood. So this is a documentary that is actually made up almost entirely. I mean, it's easily over half the film is footage he shot over the last 40 years that he just carries a camera with him. Like ever since, like uh, he has uh, two other brothers. Uh, he had one younger brother that he unfortunately lost, at, uh, who, was, who was lost at the age of 15, that one of their favorite things to do with together was 
make home movies and they'd film little shorts and stuff together. But his brother was the youngest brother is the one who really was the creative driving force. And was the one who he said was directing the other two. Um, and it's, it, mm-hmm. that was, that alone was really powerful. And it really kind of puts into perspective, I think how he's, per- why we perceive him the way we do, like coming through the nineties, we've had this perception of what his career was like. And he was known as being like difficult to work with and a perfectionist. And he had a really high standard of what he wanted to put on screen, which I think shows, uh, he's played a lot of varied characters, uh, with especially when you look back the first film that he that launched his career was top secret which is a really cheesy over the top but oh. hilarious i still love the movie um uh oh, yeah. but you, you know you don't see that guy and think oh there's there's batman oh there's doc holiday um so it's it's interesting you, hmm. you get a lot of background that i genuinely was not aware of and you work your way through uh, when he decides, when he gets bitten by the bug for acting, he was the youngest student to be accepted into Juilliard. He um, faces some tragedy with losing his brother and then his parents splitting up and they were leaving very different lives. Him trying to keep staying the course, uh, he ended up moving to London. That's where they started filming uh, Top Secret. And he, it's interesting to watch him put the pieces together that you kind of see how he got to the point he's at, but all the while you're still seeing present day Val Kilmer. And it's, it's so tragic. Like it's, it's heartbreaking. Mm. I, he's, he's in, yeah. he's do, he's still doing pretty well. He says himself, he actually still feels pretty good, but it's, it's such his, his throat cancer just savaged his voice. Like he can't, he can't speak without having to, uh, it, it just sounds very strained and he has a, he has a hard time speaking. He can't speak for very long at a time. So his son is actually doing all of his, his narration. He wrote all of the dialogue. Uh, Val Kilmer wrote all the dialogue, but his son is the one that's reading it throughout the film. And the, un, you, huh. it's just uncanny. He sounds like a young Val Kilmer. It's creepy because he just has that cadence and that delivery. You're just, it's just kind of, it's, it blows your mind every once in a while, especially when you're looking at shots of him from like Top Gun and stuff as it's going by. Um, it's very interestingly shot. Like he is an incredibly interesting soul. Uh, just to see the fragments of himself, you're seeing some of his own like audition tapes. He he created his own set of uh, audition tapes for Stanley Kubrick that he went he went and hand delivered because he wanted to try to get into Apocalypse Now. Didn't didn't get the part, but you get to see some of what he filmed for himself. Like he went to his backyard with an M16, and he just he started firing into the trees like like an actual MC yes like he actually like he was trying to get into the character he filmed footage of him like wading through a river uh making it look very jungle-like and he is in war he got his own wardrobe and shit like the guy he chases this so fucking hard it's it's incredible to watch someone who's so passionate about their craft uh achieve what they do and then to have these circumstances where all of that decision is taken out of his hands. He no longer can, can take part in what clearly has influenced most of the decisions in his life. Now, that being said, this was, I mean, the movie was pretty much made by Val Kilmer. It's pretty gentle towards Val Kilmer. Like, let's be honest. They, it, when other critical sure. things that may be out there, we don't really touch on them very much. I thought it was interesting. There was an interview with... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. from when they 
filmed uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang that you talked about. So what? So he's known as the guy who's hard to work with. I don't think he's the guy who's hard to work with. I think he's a high standard of work. Like they, there's this brief moment of yeah. Rob Downey Jr. coming to his aid, which I think is kind of ironic because he's kind of been known for the same yeah. thing. But it's like, but are they two sides of the same coin? Uh-huh. You know, maybe it's where where they they do have this outward perception of being very difficult. Yes, maybe that comes with the cost of it's because their standard of execution execution what they expect to deliver on screen is very high, and I think. See, hearing Val Kilmer's side of it as he's trying to explain it along with basically all this video evidence of just seeing the type of person he was and seeing what he was aiming for and what he strove to be his entire acting career. It's a very interesting watch. I uh, This was an, another A24 film. We've been pretty uh, consistent with those huh. uh, the past few weeks. Um, it, it, and it kind of feels like that. The editing style is, I really enjoyed it. It looked very interesting visually. I mean, the guy is, he, Val Kilmer actually gets cinematography credit because he shot so much of it, so much of it, or he dictated so many of the shots that's covered in the modern, you know, the uh, contemporary shots. Um, is is heartwarming, is touching, is sad. I did, you know, definitely well welled up the tears a few times. Um, it's, it's very interesting and formative. This is someone that, I feel all they they went out of the public light so fast. A lot of us were kind of left wondering what happened, and those of us who didn't catch up on the story, there's here's a great explanation as to where he's been and what's happened. It's it was a solid watch. It's just under two hours. Uh, great film, great documentary. I would I would have to say um, I would give Val uh, three slices of toast. And that and again that is over nice. on Amazon Prime. That's huh. Nice. That's 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 good to hear. That who would ever figure filming all that stuff would then oh, pay off? Like, they, he he takes the cam the the director who's the cam op for the modern the contemporary stuff takes him to this warehouse. I mean, he's got like and it's so many formats too. That's what's crazy. He's been filming. He's got film huh. reels, uh, all sorts of crazy different tapes and stuff. Uh, it's it's insane how much footage he has retained. And he's like, no, and still no one's ever going to see okay. all of this. And it's like, well, yeah, why would anyone want to? But oh, you easily, get to yeah. see peaks of like uh, <laughs> Sean Penn and Kevin Bacon backstage of this play where uh, Val Kilmer was actually the leading man in the role. And it's like, oh, well, uh, Kevin Bacon actually is free. So we're going to bump you to the second man. He's going to get the leading role. Oh, that's fine. I can take that. Uh, then Sean Penn was available. OK, actually, you're going to take the, the third most important role, which is like the butt of all the jokes. Eesh. So he went from. And he's he's illustrates this like so much of his career felt like that that he only had these moments where, you know, you're offered Batman, fuck yeah, you're gonna take Batman. Was he expecting how the movie came out? Not really. He, you know, it's the the media roles were genuinely Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey's in that film. They actually got to act a lot more, mm. whereas Val Kilmer was in that suit, and you're only gonna play so much through that suit. You know, it's uh, is interesting. It's interesting. Um, now, do they uh, do they hit base on the last movie I saw him in, where he plays a character named Bluntman in the uh, Jane Silent Bob oh, reboot? I, I don't I know. I actually, if if it's in there, there is a quick oh, montage dang. of it's going through all the years of which uh, the significant nice. films in his life are like whole chapters in this like scrapbook that he's flipping through, and that's huh. interesting. Is watching him work on the scrapbook because it's like it's real. You're seeing him sit down and like. Is kind of disheveled living room where he's kept a lot of like 
magazines that he was in from back in the day, like old entertainment weeklies and stuff. And he's like cutting them up to make his own, his own story. It's, it's, it's interesting. This guy is still very much an artist, uh, still expressing himself in, in new ways. Good. Good on him, man. We're having a tough go at it, but we're still making it work. Man, I have a movie called Don't Breathe 2. The gun is in my hand. Sorry. I'll make it next time. You almost got me, didn't you, boy? We had a lot of fun today. I could take her gun next week. No. Home is safe. Shadow! Dennis, you ever, you ever see the, the yes, movie sir. Don't Breathe? I Stephen Lang? thoroughly enjoyed right, that so- flick. Uh, where do you where like I don't know if you've seen the trailer you probably have since you've gone to the movies but where would you expect this character be today like I know he survived he was in the hospital at the end of the last movie but what, what would you expect him to be up to these days I mean the sad part it's like he, just because he's almost this like murder monster character like the Jason Voorhees or Leatherface type it's like he could be he could just he's just back in the house he should just back at it He's back on the block. New house, new neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know that guy. He's the blind guy. Don't fuck with him. It's I like I feel like it's that. He's just right back oh, in the boy. fold. If that was the movie, it was. It would be fantastic. Uh no, no, in this movie, he's the good guy. He's not a rapist and kidnapper and killer, murderous bad man. No, he is a, a guy who has a daughter now. And he is teaching her things and he's sheltering her and he's just great. One day he allows her to go to town with someone else who is like a helper of his. And, and then this guy, this tweaker sees her. And then later a bunch of tweakers break into the house to kidnap the girl. And it's like, what the fuck's going on here? And now it's him saving the girl from the tweakers. And this, this piece of shit guy from the last movie should be dead is a hero and you're rooting for him. And it's like, what the fuck? This movie felt like it was another movie. And they're like, you know what? Let's take uh, Stephen Lang's character from that one movie. And uh, let's just turn. Uh, let's him just franchise the shit. Guy. Uh, so yeah, it's like, we're going to take great. Freddy Krueger, but he's going to be yeah. a good guy in this one. Don't worry. You're going to be cheering for him now. But uh-huh. We're going to forget the fact that he murdered yeah. kids in the last and... one. Huh? Yeah. We're, we're going to forget what he did with the turkey. Oh, basis. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I forgot uh, about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and if that if they didn't call it Don't Breathe 2, I would like this movie a lot. But the fact that 
they're turning this guy into this guy. It, it kind of took me out a bit. But at the same point, you hate the tweakers even sure. more than you hate him. And you really hate what the tweakers are doing. I, I'm trying to not spoil things here because there is some interesting-ish stuff that happens here. There's some brutal kills. But the thing is, I feel like they showed a lot of the good stuff in the oh, trailer, bummer. sadly. But, uh, yeah. But it's definitely, if you like Don't Breathe, don't expect Don't Breathe 2 to be Don't <laughs> okay. Breathe. Uh, you're not seeing anybody from that movie besides him and maybe, I think, the dog. Uh, you're not getting uh, Jane Levy. You're not getting anybody else. The boy from 13 Reasons Why. Uh, no, it's the whole thing. He's a dad. He's a puppy. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. boy, it's great. He's a blind man killing some tweakers. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give Don't Breathe 2 two and a half slices of toast because it didn't suck, but if they didn't call it that, if it wasn't tied to the last movie, okay. I might have even have given this oh, three, man. but hey. Yeah. Stephen Lang's oh, a badass. Oh, for sure. So oh, I hell yeah. 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 Um, I, I got one more movie, if that's cool with you. Uh, I, I, think I'm, I think I'm free for one more review. All right. Cool. I, uh, I have the uh, new Ryan Reynolds movie, Free Guy. My name is Guy. Sunday should be warm and sunny. Just a scattering of drive-bys. And I live in paradise. I've got a best friend. This is the greatest cup of coffee of all time. Oh, oh! Mondays, am I right, Joe? You said it, Guy. Yeah! And I work at the bank. Everybody's out of the bank! I thought I had everything I needed. But then I met her. Everybody down on the ground. Everybody except you. Me? Please, I have a cold fish. There is something inside you, guy. I don't want something inside me. They expected you to just follow the rules, but you are so much more than that. I put these on. Okay. Fine. I do. Oh my god! What are these trick glasses or something? Guy, there is no easy way to say this. This world, it's a video game. You're not real. Please stop my oh, And the guy responsible for this world is going to destroy it. You've met God? Yes, he's an absolute troll. So how, how is this thing? Is, this yeah. does look per, like a lot of fun. I've been excited for this movie. So what you got for us, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, so this this is a movie that's very original and unique. And it's, it's about a guy named Guy. Uh, and he lives in this place called Free City. Every day is the same. He wakes up. He talks to his goldfish. He gets stressed. He, well, I guess he gets stressed then talks to his goldfish. He has cereal and watches the news. He goes through town watching people get beat up. Him and his best friend go to work. His best friend and him work at a bank. The bank gets robbed all the time. He, and every day, you're just, he's doing the same thing. And they're happy. They're loving it. It's kind of like the Lego movie. Until he finds the girl of his dreams. And she turns his world upside down when he finds out that he is a background character, an NPC okay. in a video game. And then she thinks that he's everyone thinks that he is like a hacker because nobody should look like an NPC because he is taking a fresh approach to this because he wants to get to know this lady. And he, she's like, you can't talk to me until you're you're higher level. He's a level one. She's like 100. So he decides he's going to level up so he can. then. So wait, he somehow has stats like a player in the game. That's that's yeah, always true. Up, OK, yeah. sorry. I'm now now I'm distracting from it. That's always true in the rules of a game. No, no, no. That makes sense. No, 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 please. It's good. Um. And pretty much 
like she thinks it's he's just a okay. noob or whatnot. And and she's like, well, he's like, how do I how do I do this? Because it turns out if you put on glasses, you can see what the video game you see more of okay. what's happening in the game. And that changes. And she's like, well, if you want to level up, you got to maybe go rob a bank or or kill someone or do this and that. He's like, ah, I could never do that. It's Ryan Reynolds playing like a very meek, cool kind of subtle guy. So his approach is he's going to save his friends and the people around his city. He's doing the right thing and he levels up so quick. And uh, this pisses off the owner of the video. There's also this other thing happening here. The girl of his dream uh, is played by this woman, Jody Comer from killing Eve. Uh, her, her, her real name is Millie in the video game. She's Molotov girl. Uh, she's, she is trying to, go into the game to get some like hidden archive because Taika Waititi owns this big video game company. He created this game. He bought a game that her and uh, the, the dude from stranger things. What's his name? Uh, Joe Carey, the guy that plays oh. like, the, uh, the yeah. hunky guy who uh, like the two of them made this like real life simulation type game that Taika Waititi bought off of them and then essentially put into this free city game. But they get no recognition. So she's suing him. Joe Kenny still works for him because he wants the job and she's trying to get proof that he ripped them off. So ideally she's getting Ryan Reynolds to help with this. I know this is, sounds all clustered and whatnot, but what you're, what you're getting here is a action comedy at a pretty good speed and a pretty good pace. Um, they got some very cool music drops. They got some, some good physical humor. Uh, you're getting some great action. You might even have some MCU oh, references. Nice. Yeah, you might even have an MCU actor in it uh, popping up here or there. You got some like celebrities popping up, like as voice characters or like as little people here and there. And oh man, everyone's just firing on on all cylinders. Like Taika Waititi is giving this like he's just this asshole, funny guy. He's great. Ryan Reynolds is a genuine good guy and just all around lovely guy. It's just it's it's nice. a feel good movie. I see why they initially wanted to put this out last last Christmas, and of course, COVID struck and it, it set things off. Uh, one thing that I was happy about though, like I, I did one day of like uh, second unit work oh, nice. on this big like car stunt scene and uh that that's luckily in the movie so i'm like ah oh, nice at least that didn't get cut but uh yeah no it's a, it's a, it's a it's a good movie it's it's really fun and uh they're they're already talking about doing a sequel and it's like do we need a sequel can it just be uh its own thing but no everything has to be sequelized and i'm intrigued to see where the sequel goes oh and uh guy his best friends played by lil ral howie uh fantastic actor as well uh, just all around a, a happy go lucky, a fun movie. Uh, like you, you don't know what's going to happen next in this movie. Like things are said and done. And it's like, Oh wow. Whew, it just Damn. hits you perfectly. Uh, it's a PG 13 movie. So the nice. whole family can enjoy it. So, so I, yeah, I'm going to give free oh, that's, guys. That's what oh, I was sorry. about to ask you. Oh, perfect. I'm going to give free guy. three Okay, slices cool. Of toast. That's still um, it's a, that's a solid yeah. flick, a solid it, go. Uh, yeah. Totally. Green light. Worth checking out. So if you, if you guys and gals have a chance, go see it. Yes, green light right away. See it in the theater. <laughs> All right, folks. I think that does it for our, our, you want our film reviews. Um, but uh, so we're about to dive into our oh. cinematic universe series. And of course, I'm going to knock this first one out because we're right. Uh, we teased it up at the top. This is the season finale for The Bad Batch. I'm going to jump right into the episode titled 
Camino Lost. Times have changed. Things were clearer when we were just soldiers. Why aren't you fighting for the Empire? We are different. Our priorities have shifted. Good thing you met me then. You make money, I make money. I guess we're in. In the end, we all choose sides. Oh, that's right, man. Uh, This is the finale. We've... We left off on a gnarly cliffhanger of the whole gang. The the structure we're in has just been leveled by the Imperial cruisers. We're fucking sinking to the Camino ocean floor. Oh, it's over. They're all dead. We died. It's over. The end. Just kidding. No. So wow. How's we, season two going to go? Oh, they, they, they are making their way through as fast as they can to some sort of safe passage. They find the tunnel that takes them back to their original like birthing lab. And on the way... Uh, Crosshair wakes up from his unconscious state and we have to finally have this conversation of like all right man what are you doing like when we get out of this are you still empire like what what is this are can you come back and join us we even have this moment of record gets like really pissed and is just like you're still my brother i still care about you why can't you just we we always wanted you to come back why couldn't why can't you just come back with us and uh, Crosshair has to stick by his guns, and he's just like, you know what? I drew. I this is the decision I made. This is just who I am. You can't, you can't make me one of you guys. I got my chip out. Probably he got his, his out probably before they did, and it's like the, he's he's been set in his ways. Um, and then uh, another powerful moment as, of them recognizing, or at least Tech has to exp- finally explain it to the rest of them that yes. Omega actually is older than all of the Bad Batch. She was there present when she saw their genetic manipulation and creation. Uh, She just aged at a normal state and not an accelerated clone trooper rate like the rest of them were. So uh, it's it's this acknowledged moment. Oh, shit. And it's she really has no there is nowhere else in the galaxy for her. Her home has now been destroyed. All of their home has just been destroyed. Uh, it's this, this one I'm going to keep really tight and tidy over here. Uh, we get to this end platform where we, we get through a few, uh, narrow scrapes. And I think this is where some of people, some people's hesitation for saying this wasn't a great end to the series. I was really expecting to see Rex. I thought for sure Rex was going to be the one to scoop him up. No, they saved themselves. They left Crosshair behind in the platform because he's waiting for a Imperial escort or Imperial scout to come pick him up. But um, they part ways. He doesn't join back up with the Bad Batch. And again, I'm like waiting for Rex. Like, come on, we're going to link up with the Rebels, aren't we? Uh, We see this giant uh, military structure. And as we're getting closer and closer to it, you start to recognize the marks of the Empire. And as we, uh, we see the shuttle landing, off goes the lead scientist from the Kaminoans. And she's being escorted in. And an Imperial officer says... We have a very special project for you to begin work on. This is of utmost importance to the Empire. And it ends right there. Now, I think this is wow. all fall, folds back into the Rise of Skywalker storyline of this must be the beginning stages of right? the Imperial clone, which would make sense. Ray's father would have to be like this old. You know, like it, it would be the right age that at least depending on which iteration he was. Um, this is the beginning of those plans. So this this illustrates Palpatine slash Sidious has always had this plan in place far in the deep background that not even Vader himself seemed to be aware of it. 
uh, and, I, and I like this. I like that because Dang. the uh, Palpatine has always ran the show like this. He's always kept his cards very, very close to the sure. chest. And I like that we can now retroactively start building this storyline in. And I'm still not 100% unconvinced that Grogu may or may not be a Yoda clone. We still, we just because he has a name and we've spoken to him through the Force and he's a Jedi and all that. Well, not necessarily Jedi, but he has, he's Force sensitive. Does not necessarily mean that that is not true, I guess. I'm curious to see if the reason why the Empire was so interested in him is still to work towards the Palpatine clone. Or at least that that plan of like maybe drawing some sort of DNA or whatever whatever they need the metachlorians out of his blood. I don't know something like that. But I, I think it's all a method of trying to tie it back into the universe. But I too was a little disappointed. I didn't get to see anything to lead us into the clone the clones. Uh, anything leading us into the rebel side of the fight anymore? I, I really was expecting to see that, and I feel like we got cheated a little bit. Huh. It's a, that's, that's that's not a big negative though. It's but, like, the episode yeah, honestly was still very entertaining, and I I I still thought it was a great a great episode. It very much feels like it's it, it's full on going into a season two. Like it, we're not going to try to dangle too much because we know you like this. You know, it's like we know you're here. So I I, I also feel like they're not trying to leave too much of a tease. That's I'm okay with that too. We got a lot of Star Wars coming down the road. I got a lot of patience. Yeah. We also have another animated series that just got dropped that uh, I think you and I both got to watch. What? No way. You crazy. What if I didn't watch this show? Well, I mean, I did. So I guess I could talk about it. But if if you you didn't, I could still cover it. If not, (laughs) we don't. I, I did. I was just going with the theme of things here. Uh, we're talking about Disney Plus and Marvel's What If. Yeah, peace. I love peace. I'd be out of a job with peace. <laughs> Do we know each other? Reality. Reality. It's changeable. Where you want to be? That's the question, isn't it? Every universe is different. Each one Slow down a little bit. There's a few people in the room that don't understand. What if? Episode one. What if Peggy Carter were the first That's right. Avenger? Captain Carter, which I love that title and the, the uniform is badass. Um, this, this... Sorry, you're right. You're right. What if Captain Carter? Oh, no worries. No worries. Um, this, by the way, if you, if you were not aware, this was dropped over on Disney+. Plus. Uh, go add it to the queue if you are an MCU fan. Um, this is a series of one-off anthology stories where each one is going to pose a question where what if we put this one little tweak on a character or situation that we're already familiar with that, by the way, doesn't just exist in the comics. We are quoting things from the films. 
So if that might be a deterrent for you, please yeah. don't let it be. We're only going to be calling back to things that you've seen in the movies. Important thing there. Important thing there, including yeah. Haley Atwell is voicing Peggy Carter herself. I love that. That I like Haley, Haley Atwell. Atwell. Sounded like you were about to like you pull out. A I needed one or something. Did you like her enough to watch? Uh, I didn't. Uh, Agent Carter. I didn't have access to it minutes? at the time. Ah, I didn't have access enough. to it when the show was on. So. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you've had Disney Plus for the oh, past wow. two years. Oh man, you watched it. Look at this coming out with both barrels. Ah, Come up. Ah. No, nah, she's fantastic. She's fantastic. I attempted the show. I couldn't get into it. The uh, the, the the Cajun Carter. But I hear it was going in some sweet places. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is this. Uh, so anyways, uh, this is like, hey, man, what if Steve Rogers didn't actually get the super soldier serum? But she that's did. right. And in a turn of events, uh, she had to step up at the last moment before they would, the whole experiment of this, or the whole super soldier experiment would fail. She had to step into his place and became Captain Carter. Uh, the, basically, the idea of who, you, who you'd expect she to be can... Captain America was all her. Why can't she be like Captain Britain or why can't she be Captain America since she's working for America? Why is it just and she I get she's a captain. In well, the that was built into. So she's no, that was built into the dialogue. What you I, just said she needed to be she needed to be promoted in order for her to hold that rank and actually be able to to give orders. Yeah, um, that a part of it is just because of where like literally where she was in the situation. They needed to give her the title for her to have that influence over those around her. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they they didn't they didn't give Steve they didn't call him Captain Steve Rogers. It was this. So, she's know. not American. They were they know. had a thing. If you think about it, they already had all the yeah. campaign planned for Steve. It was at the that's last true. minute. That's true. Yeah, and Steve even uh, says, and that. that's dialogue again with Howard Howard Stark says he threw together. This was the costume they were going to make you wear, but I've made some little adjustments. It's. Uh, I, I like that presentation, mm -hmm. which Dominic which Cooper, I guess he, he, I like his, the way he carries himself as Howard oh, yeah. Stark, very over the top, but very like, you totally see where mm -hmm. Tony came from. Like, I, I love that presentation. Um, oh, yeah. All of the cast, like almost all of the cast, by the way, is actually those people playing that, that actor. Oh yeah. The exception everyone, of. Everyone except yes. for uh, Chris Evans. We got Sam Jackson. We got Jeremy Renner. We got Steve, uh, Stanley Tucci, Dominic Cooper, Neil McDonough, uh, fucking Sebastian Stan, Toby Jones. Yeah, we got everybody here, and even some additions like we get Bradley. I will say, in this we got, we got Jeffrey Wright. Josh course, Keaton hosting the show. does a damn good job of sounding a hell of a lot like Chris. Oh, Harris. sounds <laughs> like close that. to Chris. We're both like, jeez, uh huh. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, is that Chris? Um. Yeah. One thing I have to say, noticing watching this, I'm I, I'm curious to what your reaction will be, but didn't it also kind of seem like Peggy was a fuckload stronger than Steve? She was stopping trucks and punt like she uh, was yeah. punching people with uh -huh. motorcycles. It seems this, to have a much more profound effect on her. This she, badass, yeah, bad, she, badass with the powers. But this is the same thing they did, I think, in my opinion, with. With a uh, Captain uh, uh, Captain Marvel, it's like overpowered. It's like why, why Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow doesn't have that, and it's like, but it's fun to watch. It's it's a blast to watch. But it's like, why don't you see her like have a little less power? We only got thirty minutes, man. Watch, so I can't, <laughs> I can't shit on it. I guess 
Yeah. Oh, Project yeah. A lot it is 30 a minutes, full 30 minutes. And then I liked how they turned some of the history on its head, where in this situation, Howard Stark crossed paths with the Tesseract really early in his career and then made the first Iron Man suit, mm. which went to Steve. And I, I, I liked the idea of this. Uh, the plane has always been there. Like, there's been some idea of this always in the back of his mind, and he still found a way to tap into this limitless source of power that it was a very similar track that uh obviously because the creation of the the power yeah. source the next iron man suit I, I just thought it was kind of a fun experiment to kind of get him in the same place but she still ended up not needing it I, like I, I, I didn't like that i i felt like we didn't need that that was fodder i'm like cool steve gets to do something but yeah, he could have just been Steve. We don't need an Iron Iron Steve Rogers. Come on, she was badass. She, he couldn't know. save the day though. She it still it still came down on her, and I loved where it ended. True. I don't know. I I liked. I really. I I had a lot of fun with it, and especially knowing that nothing will come from it. I, like this I, is a closed ended story. I no no no. There's talk that she might they they might bring oh. her back in next season. There's talk of a continuation, which which is cool. But yeah, I don't know. I, the animation was cool. This really? this episode did not do it for me. Honestly, I wanted so much more. I don't know what it is that I wanted out of it. Okay. It just didn't do it for me, and I, I'm saddened by that. But I'm still going to stay on board. Like, I admit, it's fun. It, it's it's interesting, and they packed a lot. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe too much. I, I don't know what That's... my issue is with it. But okay. I'm okay. trying to see where things go. May, I, maybe next week yeah. will win you over. Maybe I'll not like the next episode. I'm kind of curious to see how the rest of it lands now. This ah. is cool. Yeah, that's and then I don't know, having Jeffrey Wright as the watcher. Cool. But it's like, I don't need him as a Rod Sterling time kind of guy narrating the whole time. Just give me the. Oh, it's like, I didn't even think there was that much in it other than like the beginning know. and the end. But. Oh, as soon as I thought there was a little bit more, but I'm probably wrong. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a good show. It's definitely cool and fun to watch and seeing these different takes. And it's like, oh, man, I'd love to see a live action version. of oh, yeah. Captain Carter. That'd be fun. And we're we're, we're doing the multiverse. So that, oh, there you go. So there is there is room for her to exist somewhere. <laughs> I feel like uh, yeah. Andy Samberg in that episode of Parks uh, and Recreation. Look at us. Different opinions. <laughs> why I, I feel bad like because as you're saying i'm like yeah that was cool that was cool but then i'm like as i was watching it i'm like i don't know i will say hydra stomper was a stupid yeah. name i do agree <laughs> that was but that was kind of its own joke in the episode too they made fun of the fact that it was called yeah that. yeah no it's i i'm definitely on board for more it's gonna be that like it's it's gonna fill the gap oh, just tell i'm waiting for the next star wars thing that's for sure but uh yeah yeah, and and it was nice to see yes. these cast members come back. That can't be too big an ask. Show you know, show up for like a fun. couple of hours, no, knock out this this so. uh, copy, and yeah, make some good money. It's probably it's probably sag minimum, but hey, that's for not much work. <laughs> <laughs> or they're contractually obligated yeah. to do it. <laughs> Ooh, so let's see. <laughs> Next week we got what would have happened if T'Challa. And not Peter Quill. Oh my God! Yondu as a child named oh. Star Lord. So that that should be interesting. And I believe this is actually a Chadwick oh, wow. Boseman's last. Oh, Marvel that's cool. Role, so, and it looks, yeah, we got Michael Rooker, we got Sean Gunn, we got Damon Hansu. So yeah, we're nice. I, I feel like we're in. Well, for I'm excited week. for that one. 
And folks, uh, if you're excited to tell us what you think of our reviews or tell us uh, your impression of the finale of Bad Batch or what you thought of the pilot of What If, uh, hit us up over on our socials. That uh, We are on Instagram and Twitter at movie underscore toast. You can hit us on Facebook, Movie Toast News and Reviews. And if you'd like to check out some of our videos that we've produced over the last few months, we can find us on YouTube at Movie Toast News and Reviews as well. But if you got a short mm-hmm. film, we mm-hmm. are right in the thick of reviewing some awesome, awesome short flicks. I'm talking about Movie Toast, the festival, folks. We are holding it this December. It is a digital event, so you can keep your PJs on, submit your flick to us, and we'll let you know if you you were uh, one of the grand winners. Uh, You can don our laurels upon your poster. Um, That is happening this December, but you can go find it on filmfreeway.com slash festival. Oh yeah, and uh, we are excited to see what you got. Uh, whatever, whatever category of film you got, whatever genre, short films though, folks, short films, not features. Mm-hmm. Under under sixty minutes, I believe. Uh, tight and toasty. Tight. Uh, I mean, we'd we'd love to we love to watch features, but we just don't have the time. Hey, someone even asked me, "Hey, can I submit my feature if I break it down into chunks?" I'm like, "Hey, if you're willing to do it, sure, but I don't know how well good that would be for you, but yay, well, we're not going to turn you down. We'll check it out as long as we see it. We see it come through our desk. We'll check it out. Our desk, we're already newsmen. Toasty Maybe. newsmen. I don't know. I don't know what that rant was. <laughs> Uh, but all right. So say you're not a filmmaker. Say you don't want to fucking support us and check out our socials. Uh, could you do as a solid and maybe go leave a review on Apple Podcasts? Or if not, if you don't even want to do that, we just get something that's going to improve your life and ours and the world and the community that you live in. We just want you to stay toasty. Stay toasty. Whatever the fuck that means. Whatever that means to you. It doesn't have to mean the same thing to everyone. Just to you. Improve your life. Do it up. Enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Deborah Messin. 